This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Tuesday, the 11th of August. Justin, listen to this. Mm -hmm. Aussie tech giant Atlassian has announced that it will not require employees to go back to the office even after the pandemic. Brett, we've discussed how Microsoft is keen to buy TikTok. Uh Well, now Twitter has expressed a strong interest in buying TikTok too. Oh my. Yep, things are well and truly heating up in the race to acquire the app that has more filters than you've had hot dinners. (laughs) Very nicely done. And three very hot stories today, Justin. Let's do it. For our first story, Foxtel is losing subscribers left, right and centre during COVID, but its streaming services, KO and Binge, are adding hundreds of thousands of new subscribers. Very interesting stuff here. So what's the go? Last week, Foxtel's majority owner, News Corp, Mm -hmm. announced its financial results, which may have included a $2 billion loss. Yikes. News Corp has been really (laughs) struggling, along with the rest of the media industry this year. Now, what about this? The company's subscription services... Mainly Foxtel. ...had a 14% drop in revenue. And what's the main reason? The fact that there has been much less live sport hasn't helped at all. So they've had to show reruns of Will and Grace on repeat. <laughs> so what's the key learning here? Foxtel is in the process of cannibalizing Ooh. its own core revenue stream, pay TV, mm-hmm. to ensure its long-term viability as a company. Tell me more about this. Put simply, Foxtel is investing heavily in areas outside of pay TV, uh... like streaming services, because consumer preferences are changing. We're loving streaming and we're not loving mm-hmm. pay TV. News Corp's newish sports streaming service, KO, seems to be doing pretty well. Between April and June, KO grew by over 200,000 users. Not to mention Foxtel's new drama streaming service, Binge. Binge launched in March, <laughs> and despite its interesting name, mm-hmm. it has acquired 185,000 subscribers. Not bad. So at least there is some good news for Foxtel this year. And now it's painfully clear where Foxtel's future lies. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't require putting a satellite on your roof. Mm-hmm. For our second story, Tencent, the owner of WeChat, the number one social media company in China, Mm. has quietly been investing in some of the world's biggest tech companies. And last week, Donald Trump, aka Donny T, announced (laughs) an executive order to ban WeChat over security concerns. Yet another brawl between the US and China, Brett. So what's the story? (laughs) Some background on WeChat. The app is used by 1.2 billion, Mm. with a B, people and has pretty much become the main way that people in China shop. And chat to each other. And pay for everything. (laughs) So think of it as a combo between Facebook, Mm -hmm. WhatsApp, Mm -hmm. Instagram, and PayPal. In recent years, the company has been making investments everywhere. I'm talking Snapchat. I'm talking Spotify. I'm talking Tesla. And here in Oz, I'm talking Afterpay. With all this in mind, last week, seemingly out of nowhere, Mm -hmm. the White House announced a ban in the US of WeChat within 45 days. A little incident that reduced the company's value by a casual $41 billion. So what's the key learning here? The US's executive order against WeChat mm-hmm. raises some serious questions for the Chinese company and its investments in Western tech companies. To put this into perspective, Tencent has a portfolio of like 700 companies Ooh. around the world. For companies that have taken investment from Tencent, it could make life pretty difficult. And ultimately, this is just the latest episode mm. in the massive fight between the US and China. And tech companies are right mm. at the center of it. For our third and final story. Aussie cosmetics brand Napoleon Purtis mm. is using its second life to launch in David <laughs> Jones after new investors took over the company. Exciting times, nothing like a bit of makeup during lockdown. <laughs> what is the latest here? A bit of background. Napoleon Purtis founded the company 24 years ago and mm. grew the company into an $80 million company with his own name. Until it all came 
crashing down in January last year mm. when he owed lenders around 26 million bucks. Now, the company's new investors have full control of the company and they're really going for Napoleon it. Napoleon Purtis products will enter David Jones stores and the company reckons it'll lock itself in mm. as the number one makeup brand in Australia. So what's the key learning here? You can be guilty by association, mm-hmm. but you can also be premium by association. <laughs> okay, tell me more. The new owners of Napoleon Purtis are trying to position the brand as a prestige brand that is the beauty authority. Okay. So they've cut their relationship <laughs> with Priceline and partnered exclusively with David Jones. Ooh, big blow for Priceline. Yep, they'll now sit on the shelves next to the other premium brands like your Estee Lauders, your Dior's, your Lancums, <laughs> leveraging the prestige and brand recognition of other brands to climb its way back yeah. to the top. To all the new members of the Flux family, if you're enjoying the pod, make sure that you subscribe or follow. Thanks for listening and we'll see you tomorrow. Tomorrow.